I'm Natalie Stout. And I'm CG England. Welcome to the Roommates Podcast, where we talk about being local business owners, small town life, and saying yes to new adventures. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Roommates Podcast. CG England here. I'm Natalie Stout. And we have such a special guest, one of my favorite humans, Clark Adcock. Hello. Hello, Clark. <laughs> thank so, you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. We talk about you a lot on the show. Um, and so we were like, we need to have Clark on. We had Michael on. Yeah. Um, and we were like, we need to have Clark because we reference him a lot. So It's yeah. such an honor. Thanks, Clark. So we always make people like, you know, we know who Clark is today. But like, tell us about growing up. You know, tell us just a little bit about Clark Adcock. Clark Adcock growing yeah. up. I lived, slept, breathed rodeo. Oh, <laughs> riding the rodeo, as we call yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. God, that's I bet you're so cute. Being still a little. <laughs> <laughs> you still are, yes. So, how old were you when you like started rodeoing? Literally, uh, like three? Younger. As long as I can remember. Wow. I, I had a rope in my hand, but yeah. Started competing when I was, I think my first rodeo was when I was eight years old. Of course, I did junior rodeos before that. Okay. And also pause in the Clark Adcock story because Clark's a big deal. Like, Natalie, you know this more than I do, and I want to get it right, but, like, he yeah. was professional. Yes, like, Clark was uh, Clark is a very humble guy, so he's not going to sit here and tell you about all of his accolades. And, but we will. But we will. Um, yes, Clark was um, number 17 in the world. The world. In 2016. Uh, yeah. And, and my dad is obsessed with him. Yeah, Chuck, uh, Chuck thinks he won the world. Um, you're basically the Michael Jordan of rodeo. Yeah, yeah very close. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And for all of our rodeo friends out there listening, um, Chuck came to uh, Dunlap Rodeo the first time two years ago, and of course Clark and John Alley back in the box together, who he did um, go really far with, and the uh, rodeo announcer Matt McGee, who's just known them for years, building them up, talking about how much they've won and their career winnings and their career winnings and like and cg and michael and her dad and mom are like oh Oh i had no idea and that was my first rodeo the dunlap nca yeah shout out outlaw rodeo shout out to (laughs) quachi valley yeah Yeah. i love dunlap rodeo yeah it was cool but even i because clark is humble and because you really hadn't told me all that yeah and so i mean i knew that y'all had horses but that's kind of the extent and then i see him do the dang thing (laughs) where you bust out of there and tie it up and jump off and roping all those things what is and in like seven (laughs) seconds And the thing is big that you have to, the calf that you have to pull and throw it down. She's trying to put all the words together of what she saw. Like, why did they not tell me this was this cool? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Why didn't they tell her, Clark? I don't don't know. know. Okay. So you're eight in the rodeo. Continue. Yes. So born and raised in Smithfield, small town. Yep. Uh, My family's from there. My dad also rodeoed. So. He uh, showed me the ropes, if you will. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was anyone in your dad's family a cowboy? Uh, my dad and his brothers were all. Brothers. Okay, cool. Okay. So you go to DeKalb County High School, you graduate, and then? Graduate from DeKalb County High School, then go to UT Martin on a rodeo scholarship. Didn't even know rodeo scholarships were a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. It's a great mm-hmm. uh UT Martin is known for its ag department, so I did get a master or a uh, 
ag business degree there. Okay. And uh, qualified for the college national finals all four years. Wow. Competed there. Yeah. Are those held at the same place or are they all over the college finals? The college finals every year are in Casper, Wyoming. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So Clark was like Yellowstone before it was even cool. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And then Yellowstone did, you know, we talk about marketing and advertising and how that like. Oh, gosh. How it changes everything. Like Yellowstone comes out and rodeos. And of course, Yellowstone came out like 2017, 2018. People start watching it. 2020 happens. Rodeos kind of cease for a minute. Yeah. And when they come back, it's, oh, yeah. I mean, so y'all it's, it's bigger now than it was. Oh, yeah. And of course, Clark knows more than me because mm-hmm. he was in it. I mean, they're more people in attendance now. Sure, it opened people's eyes and isn't that crazy? Introduced, introduced them to the Western world. Yeah, I mean myself included, and I I'm a Southern girl, and you know, but I just never went to a rodeo before, so pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So how did y'all meet? Um, gosh, rodeoing. Right, well, through rodeo friends yeah. and uh, and Snapchat. You know, oh my I hate Lord. to say that, yeah. I roll. And CG doesn't even have a Snapchat, so, <laughs> Or you know. TikTok. Yeah. So, Snapchat, Rodeo World, yeah. y'all meet. Yeah. How long have y'all been dating? Two and a half years. Two yeah. and a half years? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so we go to UT Martin, and then you get your ag business degree. Did you, like, start doing ag business? or no, never. Never. I've never had a job. Okay, you've always just farmed and rodeoed. Yes. and I like to call myself an entrepreneur. You are an entrepreneur. He is an entrepreneur. Well, now yes. you do real estate, which we'll get into that in a second, but you're like a wheeler and a dealer. That's right. Yeah. And so... So I've always had livestock, you know, enjoyed that aspect. Mm-hmm. Buying them, selling them, growing them, raising them. My sister and I also have a meat store. Tell me about CNS Farms. CNS Farms, Clark and Shara. Oh, that's his sister. Yeah. yeah. So we... Uh, sell locally produced meat. Um, if we don't produce it, someone in uh, Middle Tennessee or somewhere in Tennessee does produce it. Okay. So we um, pride ourselves in offering locally raised stuff straight from the farm, uh-huh. knowing where your food comes from. What type of products do you have? We have beef, pork, and lamb. As far as meat goes, all different cuts of those meats, um, hamburgers to brats to anything you could think of Mm -hmm. and then we also have locally sourced dairy products ice cream milk cheese stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then also some canned goods okay any like fresh produce we don't do fresh produce. okay you need to get into that possibly so yeah Mm -hmm. so where is it located smithville uh downtown Mm -hmm. right across from advanced auto parts okay I am yeah. ashamed to say I haven't been there, but I don't get to Smithville unless we're doing roommates. Well, now's your chance. I know, but what if people wanted stuff in Cookville? We do offer delivery to Cookville. We can get it to the realty firm office okay. at least once a week. Okay. Um, and y'all have got Facebook, Instagram. Facebook, I, I do Instagram. follow all that stuff. We have a website. You can place your order through there if that's easier. Very cool. Email. And, and you, can, you can do, you don't have to just get like, like if you want like a half beef, whole beef. Yeah. You know, or oh, pig, wow. like you can get, you know, you, don't, you, you you can order like if you want, like, you know, like, hey, like bring up like three roast and two steaks and some That's sausage so patties. Cool. But you also can get, you know, yeah, a, if whole, you have a big a whole, family. Yeah, if you have a big family. I know during COVID, the wait list for a beef was like ridiculous. Is it back to normal? It is normalizing now. Okay. And the price of cattle have gone up um, tons this year. Mm-hmm. So people are selling them at the sale barns instead of harvesting them for themselves now. So it's normalizing. Okay. The list yeah. is getting shorter. I don't know how I knew that fun fact, but I did. Yeah. We grew up um, next to a slaughterhouse 
His name was Scrap Lane. I think he's passed away now. And if he hasn't, that's going to be awkward. But he doesn't listen to our podcast. But we always had a pig or a cow in the freezer, in the deep Mm -hmm. freeze. And so that's how I grew up. And I had never seen grocery store meat until I moved to Cookville and like started cooking on my own. And it looks so different. Mm -hmm. And it tastes very different. I'd always had fresh pork and beef growing up. And then there is a huge difference. There is a huge difference. But I mean, now... We, you know, there's only two of us, and so there's really no need to get a deep freeze in a hole. But you can make small orders, CG. I know. I could probably make a special delivery by 8th Street for you. Or I could just pick it up at Roommates, home before 1399 Midway Road, Smithville, Tennessee. Yeah. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Um, I do need to do that, no joke. No joke. Do you have plans to grow CNS Farms, like the retail side of it, or? We've tossed it around. I think it would do great in Cookville. I do, too. Um, But. There again, you have to have somebody to run the store and, and be there and have help and the knowledge to do so. So that's it. Possibly in the future. Possibly in the future. It's not mm-hmm. off the table. It's not off the table. Okay. Um, and so when did you start doing real estate? July. I took my test uh, probably this week uh, or maybe next week of last year. So just under one year ago. Natalie, he needs an anniversary present. No. Great. Thanks, CG. You're welcome. Thanks a lot. I mean, that's my love language. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, Natalie, let me ask you a question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you talk Clark into doing real estate? Did I? I mean, or was it just kind of naturally? I've told the story in the past of like, you know, his best friend, Ben Walker, um, his family here as Walker Diesel, Myra and Randy Walker. A lot of people know them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ben and him grew up rodeoing together. Good friends. Ben is always a pusher of uh, uh, helping. Like he's almost like not like a big brother because he's like your age. But, you know, he's always there to, you know, give the good advice. Mm-hmm. And Ben said, uh you know, you should, you know, it's a perfect time. Like you should learn how to sell real estate, Clark. Cause he knew he was a wheeler and a dealer and a, you know, he knew he liked to hustle. Yeah. And he's and like, he's dating is, a really good realtor. Yeah. Right. That was kind of like Ben's thing. Like, yeah. Hey, you should do this. And that yeah. was like, we had been dating like a couple months, right. you know? So I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, ben has you know. great ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, uh, fast forward, I mean, how long <clears throat> was it between that conversation with Ben to you being like, okay, I'll do it. I'll try uh, it. I mean, it was never out of the question. I was always like, yeah, that's interesting. You know, Yeah. I never, I mean, honestly, before I knew Natalie, my family, I don't think anybody in my family's ever used a realtor. Gotcha. Um, my grandpa owns rental properties. Yeah. A good bit of land. I mean, we just grew up in small town Smithfield. Everybody knew everybody. Yes. You just made transactions, you yes. know. So I was very uneducated about the process. Sure. Uh, but it interested me. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I like to buy and sell. So when I started being around Natalie and her doing her transactions, it was like, wow, this is interesting. I think, you know, it's a good opportunity, like mm-hmm. Ben said. Um, so I started, you know, listening to her conversations, going with her, um, doing my research. You know, I was like, I would ask her a million questions, and I still do. Yeah. And she gets tired of it. But <laughs> how do you learn if you don't ask questions? Bingo. That's my thing. We yeah, preach yeah, that on this yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. when you live with it, you know. Did she listen when you said that? <laughs> uh, she nodded her head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Clark questions. is a questioner. He will question the question, the question. And guess what? Clark is successful. Exactly. And asking questions is how you learn. That's right. And become successful. Yeah. Has real estate been what you thought it would be? Or is it like, holy cow, this is completely different than what I expected? Uh, I think I had a pretty good idea of what it was going to be. Just based off of being with right, her. Right, It's not all uh, butterflies. It's not HGTV? No, it's not. Oh. It's not. But, um, yeah, I enjoy it. Natalie... Did offer the opportunity. She was oh, yeah. like, here's the opportunity. 
you can sell real estate, you'll be successful if you want to, but I'm not making you. So I was like, you know, I took my time. I was like, Wait, why did it go exactly like that? Here's your opportunity. If you want to do it, do it. But I'm not pushing you, yeah. which I, you know, that was smart. So she, sure. so I couldn't say, you made me you do this. You made me do this. Hey, same thing in my house. I needed Michael to get to running the bean on his own. I didn't want to suggest it. Because what if we suggest it, they hate it, yeah. point the finger and, and, at us. And again, like when I met Clark, I mentioned this in a previous episode with yeah. Michael when we talked about honesty being attractive and yeah. and and happiness being the key, not money. Like I meet Clark and he, you know, farmers don't make a ton of money. And, but he was passionate. So, he, was, he was happy and he's successful at it. And he, he, he literally, and we talked about this enjoyed what he got to do every day when he got up you know he says he didn't have he's never had a job right well first of all roping was a job for him but it was fun so it wasn't really a job because he made money at it or most people don't it's their hobby you know and then you go into with you know with buying selling trading cattle you know you don't always make money you know and so but but, enjoyed it but when he got out of school you know it was like and, and Clark was very smart let's go ahead and throw that out there yes. you know giving you compliments he was always very it was, are you a nerd yeah did you have a 4.0 uh no close close to it wow yeah yeah clark's always been very smart yeah no so yeah me either i'm not yeah so he's very smart mm-hmm. and but he gets out of school and it's like well you know what do you want to do you know and you can go into talking about your grandpa you know he wanted you to do a little something different you know? oh, yeah. what did gramps want you to do so i graduated college i'm still rodeoing you know right after we graduate or i graduated college uh, John and I took off for like four months, you know, on the road, never came home, just wow. flew home occasionally. And uh, rodeo, What were you doing? Just rodeo. rodeo circuits? Yes, following okay. the rodeo. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Living out of a horse trailer for four months. It's Glamorous. so fun. Yes. <laughs> so I'm just rodeoing, living my best life, you know. Yeah. I come home um, talking to my grandpa one day and just out of the blue, he was like, uh, he worked for Caney Fork, retired through there, had a great job. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people at Caney Fork. Um, I, I can talk to them if you want me to see if they'll offer you a job. Yeah. I was like, well, it didn't take me long. I was like, I appreciate it, but I'm not interested. Not interested. So, that generation, your grandpa and that generation, like, he is worried about you at that yes, point. very worried. You've got to get your life together. You are a man. Absolutely. <laughs> get a real job. It's time to take it serious. Yes. And now it's like... Our generation of friends, I hope, you know, raising children are like more like follow your passion, you know, follow your dream, follow your heart type of deal. And his parents, you know, they supported him. Like I, I remember Joe at like, you know, one of the holidays, like, I don't know, a year or so ago saying, yeah, I remember when everybody was worried about Clark Everybody's not having worried. a job. And Joe was like, you know, of course Clark he was worried. literally like the happiest he's ever yeah. been living in his horse trailer, following yeah. the rodeo. Right. How long did you do that? Um, we rodeoed full time that year in 2016. We stayed gone. We left home in June and didn't come home until September. So we were gone like wow. four months. Yeah. But I mean, we rodeoed every weekend from the wow. time I was 16 until two years ago. Dang, every weekend. Every weekend. If I was at home, something was wrong. From 16 until last year. Maybe like two years ago. Two a year years or two ago. ago. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot of weekends. Oh yeah. yeah. When we first wow. started dating him and John, we're wanting to make it to the IFR for like the What's the time. IFR? I don't know what it it's, is. I, I would call it the semi-pro. Okay, cool. The, 
semi-pro rodeo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't so, do it for a living, but you have to spend a lot of time if you make it to the finals there. Gotcha. So I spent I spent quite a bit of time going with them. I remember that. Yeah. And I was so excited because yeah. like I'd never done anything like this. And it is fun, you know, yeah. and also it's, it's humbling. Rodeo is very humbling. And of course, you're riding with two champions who get in the truck mad because they got third place or, gosh, I always should have wanted it this and that. And I'm like... Uh, back here, like, man, I got like 19th. I got 19th. <laughs> Guys, I got 19th. Like, you know, so, but yeah. So, what are your, like, you know, long term rodeo goals? Or, you know, okay, so we're, we still rodeo. We are still um, CNS Farms. We're doing real estate. Like, you know, what's on your radar? Like, what do you, what are your dreams or goals? I guess are a better goals yes yeah uh, honestly I'm just trying to build my real estate business mm-hmm. um, I had a I call it an unfair advantage but I like to take advantage of it I, I know a lot of people in Smithfield my yes, family's you do. from there so I'm just letting everybody know that I'm in real estate building that up I think I've been pretty successful so far mm-hmm. I just want to keep growing that those relationships so everybody knows that that I'm the guy to call when it's time to buy or sell yeah um, me and Natalie also do flip properties yes. I really enjoy that buying and selling so I guess I hate to keep jumping around, but that goes back to that. I told Natalie, I was like, I want to know what's on the market in Smithfield. What's this? Every time I saw a sign, I was like, well, what's this? What's this? She's like, I don't know, Clark. I, I don't keep up with that. You right. Know? So she's like, if you're going to do this, you need to get your license. So I was like, all right, I'm getting my license. I went through the 90-hour course in like 30 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we spent the most of Gene. Well, I spent the most of Gene watching TV on Saturdays while he was like out on my porch. Studying. Like, he would study. I had computer. this nice, comfortable couch out there and like a covered you yeah. know, back porch and three or four hours he'd be out there I'd be watching TV this is fun last year we were rodeoing this last year, we're, year he was more fun yeah this year we're educating but he yeah. did it and when he says like you know he's been successful guys he's been very very didn't successful didn't he win an award yeah yeah he already is a award winning award of excellence winner with the uh, Upper Cumberland Association in of less Realtors. than a year in less than a That's year pretty cool. yeah yeah he got the award and um it, we got the award in April, but it was four last year. And so, and then this year you've already closed like well over a million. I mean, so yeah. Do and you it, know your exact number that you've closed? I you struck me. Oh, I really I thought know. you were going to be like really $1,332,000. No. Some people like to keep up with that. I'm just like, I just love the process. Yeah. I don't even get that excited going to the closing table. I'm just like, once I get this a client. This one's almost done. Yeah. Once I get a client and we form a relationship, I feel like that's when I won. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Clark is a natural born winner, too. I will, anybody who knows him will tell you that. Um, his team Robin partner, John Alley, told me that like not long ago. Like he said, well, of course he's going to be good at it. I mean, it's Clark. He's a natural born winner, you know, and everybody says that. And yeah. you can see it in him. And, and I saw that in him um, whenever. And, I th- and again, I think that's one of the things that attracted me to him. Was sure. That, you know, like this guy likes to hustle. I like it. Yeah. And you're a helper too. Like we're doing roommates, obviously that's why we're doing this podcast and you've been a huge help to roommates just like showing up to take deliveries or not charging us rent, not charging us rent or um, what else? Like putting stuff together, like anything we need really. Yeah. Clark's there. I mean, like he's, if, if he's not been able to be there, he sends his farm, uh, farm hand over there yeah. to, uh, you know, which is a huge part of, the success of roommates. Yeah. Because yeah. we can't always be there. So yeah, we can't. I mean, like I said, if it wasn't for Clark, we would, roommates probably wouldn't be 
We're no, help, it really wouldn't. You know. Hey, I'm just here to help, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Clark. You do a good job of it. What other questions do we have for Clark? Do you have any questions? Didn't you like prep some questions? I or sent you some. I, I sent him some this morning that I had prepped, but I was like, I don't She's really know. Ask, ask you those. those. That's good. I was like, uh, these are hard. Yeah, these that's are hard. hard. But um, I think a good question for you is, what? How do you stay so? mellow like Clark is very Clark you know you know y'all know me everybody out there who listen who knows me knows I'm gonna get up in the air about something you know I'm working on that self-awareness I'm working Natalie on is working on it one of my favorite things that Natalie's ever told me about two weeks ago she said one of my faults is I'm quick to anger and I said oh really <laughs> I had no idea I'm glad she told me I'm an eight Enneagram number and that is one of our um one of our negative Clark kind of a things. three Clark is a three. I knew it. Yeah, Clark is Clark is a true blue three. Well, I think t- the answer to your question is one of my big, I don't know if you call it a saying or what, but I'm a firm believer that any that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Amen. If, if you have control of your mind and, and positive thinking, I think that that's huge. So it, I, I try to is. do that. You do a good job at it. Thank you. You definitely do. You're always like the same. You know, like Natalie doesn't like to hear it, but I'm like, hey, positive thinking. God, Michael Michael. England is my my that. I know. know. We and we need that because Mm -hmm. we are high strung. In case you missed the memo, we're emotional. Sure. (laughs) We act on emotion, um, and we are passionate, (laughs) whether that be good or bad. bad, Yeah. And so it's important to have Michael and Clark in our lives, saying like, calm down. Michael's on to me is, did anybody die? Yeah. Like that's what he What's goes to. What's the emergency? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, no. He's like, okay, then we're fine. Yeah. Some well, people got real problems. And Clark has a phenomenal support system. I mean, like his family, family is. And and when we first started dating, that's one of the things I thought was really attractive about him too, because the first people he goes to giving credit to is his family. That's so sweet. Like, I was I mean, very blessed with good role models. Still am. That's yeah. awesome. And they're awesome people. I mean, let me tell you something. Joe and Chandra Adcock should teach a class on raising your children. Wow. They did yeah. a phenomenal job, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> I mean, and Shara, his sister, too. and him. And you know what? They didn't hand them everything. Right. You know, I mean, like, let's go into like that. Like, you know, they were, you know, your, your dad uh, was a ferry, a horse farrier. So, and everybody always asks, well, what's that? Well, I was about to. He shoes horses. Right. Um, oh. And, um, and has a degree. He's a lot like my dad. You know, people are like, oh, you have a degree? You know, like, because mm-hmm. my dad's a farmer, has a degree. Um, I didn't know and, your dad had a degree. Yeah, yeah. My mom will ag him. Or wait, ag business, maybe ag like business. you. Yeah. What? Um, we have to side note that ha- story. We do, we do have to tell the story. Tell the story. <laughs> We're at a holiday. I don't know if it's Christmas, Thanksgiving or something. Natalie's whole family sitting around the table and somebody asked, asked me if I went to college. I said, I did. And Linda spouted off. If something to this effect. Well, hopefully you didn't get an ag business degree because that's useless. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what my dad asked. Clark said, well, and mom was like, oh, I didn't mean that. Of course, you know Linda. my mom. You know, she's just well, Linda. actually, that's what I got. <laughs> no, but yes. and uh, But Chandra and Joe did not hand their kids everything. Chandra's a nurse, um, and uh, she's an RN. And um, became a school nurse, took a pay cut, a lot like Michael, took a pay cut mm-hmm. to do something that was good for her family, which was be with her kids. Nice. Um, and, and important, you know, be at home with her kids and be able to go to school and be off when they're off. And still is a school nurse at, what's the school in She's Chicago? at Northside Elementary. Northside Elementary. Oh, that's sweet. Um, and again, like, they just... 
they didn't hand their kids anything. Like I remember like riding around, I remember talking to you and Cheryl one time about something and maybe it was like my parents giving me a car, buying me a car. And I was like, well, that's a given. And they both look at me like daggers. <gasps> and they're like, the baby. Yeah. And they're like, no, that's not a given. You was know, the was Camry like, your first car? No, Brandy's uh, Honda Accord. Okay. I wrapped it around a tree. Like you wrapped that Camry year. around everything in Cookville. <laughs> <laughs> Scratched. did wreck that car all the bad. time. <laughs> Still not the best driver. How but old is your sister? 26. Okay. Seven. Seven. 27. Yeah. So y'all are, I knew y'all were close, but y'all obviously have grown up like kind of close yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It's super close and they work well together. And again, like, again, she's I go so back nice to, too. she's a sweetheart. And I go back to like, like I said, Joe and Chandra raise their kids to like work hard yeah. and like, get it for yourself and be humble yeah like they're so humble and they're just good genuine people and I'm just I'm I'm very thankful to have them in my life now because it's just a great shining example of yeah. what a family should be well I mean, and when y'all first started dating and like before I'd ever met Clark like when you told me about Clark you told me about his parents yeah which I was kind of like this is kind of a first, you know, uh-huh. because she's like, his family is so good. And you all, you would always say, they don't judge anybody. Like, they're I've just never good people. met anybody like that. And of course, in the rodeo world, like, you know, especially like in the like junior rodeo world and high school rodeo, everybody's like real catty, you know, like, you know, yeah. everybody's kind of, even though you're like their buddy, you're still their competition. So mm-hmm. they kind of talk a little smack. And I had known some of them. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, and everybody always said, Joe and Chandra Adcock. They're, they're salt different. of they're the salt earth. of the earth, and they are. We sit around the dinner table. They don't talk about people. They we talk about things and life. That's pray before so every meal. Nice. Like I get teared up almost every time. I said this other day. Like whenever they like bow their heads to pray Aww. at meal, and like either if it's a big thing and and Uncle Dennis does it, or if it's just us around the dinner dinner table with like your parents and Chera, and like Joe goes to say prayer. Like I tear up like Aww. sometimes, like because I'm just like. This They're just is what good, it's about. Yeah, just good, wholesome. After, yeah. They've chased peace and happiness and found it, and they've kept God at the core of their family. And have gratitude. Oh, just and, and humility. Y'all have changed, Natalie. You're welcome. For the better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we've, it's we've been praying for them. <laughs> God, God listens to the Adcocks. <laughs> Send prayer requests. Prayers, Natalie yeah. Maria Stout. Yeah. Well, so what do you, what, this is a question because we don't really ever talk about it because I feel like you're so kind of calm on them. What do you do to decompress? Oh, like, what is your, yes. I think I know what it is now that I ask you that, but go I ahead and tell so them. Tell, go ahead and tell, tell them. See if you like it. Natalie makes fun of me for this, but I don't know, especially on the weekends, I just like to go out, ride through the fields, take my border collies with me, my dogs, mm-hmm. let them run around. I just like enjoy, I enjoy looking at the farm, the cattle. Nice. Just thinking, you know, nothing else going on. Yes. Even driving around the roads, I get a lot of thought time in. Yes. And like no cell phone, just kind of like out there, one with nature. Most most places don't have service. (laughs) True story. Yeah. True story. Um, what's, what's a piece of advice that you would, uh, you'd give somebody in rodeo, like some, cause you know, like there's going to be some people probably listen to this that are on their up and coming and, you know, what's an advice that you would give to a guy, young, young man trying to make it on the radio? Or a young woman. Or a young, young woman. woman. Yeah, young woman. Natalie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think you have to set goals uh, for sure and follow those goals. They have to be attainable. Um, 
but you have to put in the time. You can't just go out on the weekends and expect to do good. And then, uh, you know, dwell. you can't dwell. You have to have a short memory in rodeo. You can't dwell on the winnings or the losings. You have to have a short memory, prepare for the next one. But it's not just showing up on the weekends and competing. You have to practice every day, put in the time. That's with anything. 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 Goes yeah. to rodeo, too. And yes. I, I will say you, you do have to compete, though. You can't stay at home and practice all the time because competing is different than practicing. So I encourage everyone to enter all the competitions you can, even though it does get expensive. If you want to be successful, you have to practice all week long, and then you have to enter on the weekends. You have to put in the time at both competition and practice pen to mm-hmm. be successful. One more question. What's what's the biggest amount of money you've won at a rodeo? Mm, I won 20000 Dang! That's I thought she's big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is insane. Yeah. Where yeah. was that? So I won twenty thousand in Arizona. One when December. you were on that circuit. No, it was no. actually the year, maybe that the winter after I qualified for an event in Vegas. So we went to a roping in Arizona on the way. I ended up winning twenty thousand in Arizona, and then ended up winning another twelve thousand and something in Vegas. That's what the average American makes in a year. Yeah, and he was like what twenty. Twenty. Thirty-four. Early twenties. Yeah, twenty, maybe twenty-five. Yeah. We also have a lot of Clarkisms that we say, like, scared money don't make money. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> Clark's not afraid to take a risk and roll the dice, are you? No, I'm not. You I'm have not. to take a risk. You have to invest it. It does, yeah. no, it does no good in the bank. I know. Yeah. Chuck, listen to Clark. Tony, <laughs> listen saw, to Clark. I saw a thing on Facebook this week said, uh, real men don't have savings account. They just sell something when they need money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fully believe in that, but I thought that was pretty good. That is funny. Uh, when That's he was good. talking about downsizing his cattle herd because he was doing real estate, he was like, I don't know. I mean, you know, I just always had stuff to like, you know, like it's there. Like if I need to sell it, you know, and, yeah. you know like have money, you know, yeah. so it's like have your money invested. So how much like what's your normal day, like a typical day look like? Like do you have to wake up at four or five to start farming and then you do real estate? I used to. I've, I've cut back a lot. I have a guy that helps me on the farm, so he handles most of that now. Okay. Um, I still have to go to the processor to do the meat stuff. Okay. Stuff like that. You never know on the farm what's going to come up, so right. sometimes you have early mornings and late nights. How many cattle do you have? Um, right now, as a as a family, we probably have about 100. 100 head? Is that yes. what it's called? Yes. Look at me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that all you have, or cows, or do you have pigs and stuff too? I do not have pigs. Um, we get those source from other farmers in the area for the store mm-hmm. i have had pigs in the past i'm not a fan they're pretty mm-hmm. messy animals we had pigs growing up yeah. and I everybody had them. pigs then yeah um back in those you, days back in those <laughs> days in the 1900s <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see what else was i gonna ask you okay so you've got help on the farm so then you start real estate at like 8 a.m before 8 a.m i like I'm an early riser. Yeah. I feel productive when I get up early. Me too. If I sleep till eight, I feel like I have wasted the day. The whole day's ruined. The whole day's ruined. Yes. <laughs> I like to go to the store. I, I get more done in the morning. I feel like I go to the store and the office. They're in the same building. So that works out good. But okay. I do any paperwork I have to do. Check the MLS. Get my, get my day started. Usually appointments don't start until nine or 10. So, gotcha. Yeah. And then are you very hands on at the store or is that mainly your sister? My sister handles all of the book work and most of the cashier work. Mm-hmm. She works in the store. I I try to keep everything stocked. You all do the, more inventory all stuff. More inventory, the animal to the freezer. Once they're gotcha. in the freezer, Shara takes over. Gotcha. That's a good partnership. Yeah, they have a great partnership. Works really yeah. well together. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I mean, I think that's all I got. Yeah, I'm a I big mean, Clark fan. Yeah, everybody is. I mean, everybody you won't, is. You won't meet people who aren't Clark. You Clark also fans. said that like everybody that knows Clark loves Clark. Everybody that knows Clark yeah. loves Clark because you know he's Clark. Just have that charm. You do have that charm. You do. Hey, that's what that's, that's what got me. I mean, you know, hook line and look sinker. At her now. Yeah, look yeah, at her now. I know, right? Living my best life. So literally, yeah. well, we just wanted to introduce our listeners to Clark because we talk about him. Pretty much every episode, there's a Clark story. Yeah. So, and he's successful. And he's been a huge help with roommates. Huge help with roommates. Huge help with making my friend happy. So, I'm grateful for that. But I think that's it. Thanks for coming on, Clark. Thanks for having me. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks for joining us today. We'll chat with you again next week.